we're starting off here at the Ingenjörsdagen in Göteborg, the first interview, and we have Klarna on stage here. Super exciting to uh, to uh, start the day off. But I also first want to introduce myself, of course. My name is uh, Anna Leon, and I am the podcast host of my own podcast called uh, Techskaparna, which is why I'm here. In that podcast, I usually interview uh, tech people about tech problems. So that's exactly what we are going to do up here on the stage today. And I want to welcome Magnus Wahlström, who is engineering manager at Klarna. Thank you. It's great to have you here. You are engineering manager of uh, a team who works with, per with uh, purchase experience. Is that correct? It's actually with the payment methods, but okay. uh, it's included in the purchase experience. So ah. when you are selecting a payment method to pay with, then we need to authorize that. Ah, cool stuff. Uh, and super cool company as well. So let's just start off with the uh, with the first question I want to want to ask you, and that is basically, why did you want to become an engineer from the start? Interesting question, because actually it was my parents that uh, wanted me to go that way. My father was working as an engineer, and it was not within software or anything like that, but. When I accidentally <laughs> got my first job as a software engineer, I was hooked. I loved it from start. Ah. It was super amazing to be able to create software and see how that changes the user experience and mm. people's life, actually. Yeah, I can imagine. And uh, why particularly did you join Klarna then as an engineer? I think that when that opportunity arised, first of all, I got to uh, try out management. That was a new step for me, a new path in my career. And I also wanted to try like the, one of the unicorns in uh, Sweden to see how is it to work there. Is it what everybody says? <laughs> how is it to work at the bottom-up company uh, mm. uh, when it comes to organization and so on? Mm. So I had to try it. Ah. I can imagine that feeling. Uh, and you have been now at Klarna for two years. And did the expectations that you had going in match the reality? And how does Klarna contrast to, uh, to ex the experience that you have had at other employers in the past? It has definitely matched my uh, expectations. It's a super high... Uh, paced environment compared to other companies it's a step up <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that also brings out the best in me because I really have to be on my toes every day uh, I heard a lot about this that you should have like these autonomous teams that work like a startup within the Klarna would that uh, actually work and uh, that was really amazing to see that it works really nice that you have a team, you have your own problem space, you have a lot of decision making in that team. You can uh, steer the team in uh, what direction you want. Of course, you always want to do what's best for Klarna, mm. but you can actually decide a lot for yourself. That's so cool. But so is that what makes it uh, fast paced, the decision making being very local in the teams? Or what, what makes the environment so fast paced? I think that uh, one other thing is that Klarna wants to do so much. They want to change so much, uh, try so much, so that 
we end up with <laughs> too many initiatives that we need to do <laughs> and uh, that is also why we need to really have good decision making because we need to really pick the right ones that are beneficial for Klarna and, and so on so I think that we have to respond very quickly and of course when stakeholders come and say we want this we want to try this it's never like uh, in six months it's always like we need it in two weeks in production. Yeah, so yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday uh, they cannot <laughs> demand, <laughs> but uh, definitely in, in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. And it's happening so much. Uh, and I've also heard about your values and principles at Klarna. So can you tell us more about this? Yes. I mean, every company has some kind of values, but uh, often they end up on the shelf and you don't work with them. And uh, one thing that I uh, was surprised actually is that uh, you work with the leadership principles in your day-to-day -day work. So we have eight of them. I don't uh, intend to say everybody What's your of favorite? them. But yeah, customer obsession is one that mm. is my favorite because yes. that means that everything you do, you have to look at it from a customer perspective. How does this affect the customer? Uh, what will it have, uh, what kind of impact on the business, of course, but mm. definitely if it's impacting customers bad, it will impact the, the business bad. Mm. One other thing that I really also like is uh, start small and learn fast. Mm. And that means that we, we want to try so much and we cannot do it on, on the large scale. We cannot test it on every payment method in every market at the same time. So we really have to narrow it down start small, learn about from that experience and, and maybe tweak and uh, change mm. and then uh, scale up. Mm. Sounds very uh, entrepreneurial and uh, agile. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree. And uh, I think that compared to other companies, we are working so much with A-B testing mm. uh, actually in production to see what works and what not. Mm. So that is a really good way to try it out. Mm. so that you can start small <laughs> and learn fast. Yeah. yeah, I'm also a huge fan of uh, A-B testing uh, when, it's, when it's applicable, when it's possible. It's not always possible, but, uh, but it's so awesome to just um, compare to, uh, to different alternatives uh, alongside each other. But uh, if we talk a little bit more about your team, uh, you are responsible, as you said, for facilitating the authorization of the purchases made through Klarna. Uh, but how does that work? What are the technical aspects of facilitating an actual payment in real-time online via Klarna? I mean, this is something we probably have all been exposed to in our, in our daily life, shopping online. But what's going on under the hood? Yeah. I mean, from a Klarna perspective, we really need to understand if we are willing to take the risk, if uh, this looks like a fraudster. What kind of authentication do we need to do to make sure that uh, we know the customer? We must understand what funding source we should use and, and uh, such things. So everything that I mentioned is actually like in a microservice landscape. So we are really adapting to that. Mm. So we have so many services within Klarna. So where depending on what you choose, uh, you will uh, like asking so many upstream dependencies uh, to get the information we need. We need to understand what do we know about this customer. We maybe need to collect a lot of information from this customer if it's a first timer and so on. Mm. And then 
as I said, uh, just the risk decision, if we look at that, that is actually one service per payment method per market because we need to have different kind of decisions depending mm. on market. And that's implemented uh, as a microservice. Cool. And um, we are also using the cloud very much. So everything is deployed in, in, uh, in the cloud. Yeah. Sounds like a modern uh, tech stack. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. So like uh, a credit card has their own uh, and then invoice has their own uh, and so forth. Yeah, we have we have several payment methods, uh, of mm. course. And if you look at markets, I mean, in Sweden, everybody knows pay later. Mm. But if you go to uh, America, nobody knows what pay later is because they are afraid of invoices over there. So oh, really? Th yeah, yeah, yeah. But they so love credit cards, don't they? Exactly. <laughs> and that's why we offer the pay in four, meaning that we are slicing up the payment in four installments ah. using the credit card. So it's a hidden uh, invoice. <laughs> it's a hidden invoice. <laughs> okay, I love <laughs> it. Uh, cool stuff. I and don't know uh, if you saw the commercial during um, Super Bowl. Uh, from Klarna? Yeah. No, I missed <laughs> it. What was it? It was, uh, I think it was last year, but that was about the paying for. Uh, ah. Uh, it's a, yeah, a pay it later in disguise, kind of, <laughs> adapted for the Americans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, that's so cool. But we also have a huge uh, challenge for you maybe coming up. I mean, it's uh, Black Friday and holiday season, a lot of activity online, shopping. Uh, and these, these are your peak volume happenings of the year, right? Uh, so how do you prepare for this? And uh, what, uh, what challenges does uh, this pose? The whole company actually has a program uh, for the peak season, uh, the peak season readiness. So we have <laughs> guidelines for, for each team, uh, what we need to do, how we need to prepare. And we need to make sure that we are compliant. So of course we do a lot of performance testing, definitely around uh, the peak season. Mm. We uh, have code freezes uh, a couple mm. of weeks before to make sure that everything looks stable. We mm. double the on-call so we are really prepared. Uh, I was uh, part of the on-call last peak season, last Black Friday, and everybody was so nervous at the beginning. <laughs> uh, but it went so smooth. At the end, everybody just uh, sat down and uh, told stories about uh, <laughs> things that happened at Klarna. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, not in real time. Things that had happened in the past, right? So you had no happened problems in, the past, in real yeah. time. <laughs> Funny stories uh, on Klarna, but it was so smooth last uh, Black Friday. Mm. But we have had Black Fridays that were not ah. <laughs> the same. What do you expect more, uh, like traffic or like uh, purchases this Black Friday, or how? Very interesting question because uh, I mean, due to world events. Mm. We don't know, but yes, uh, shopping is increasing and, and definitely online. Mm. Uh, and I think that everybody is hoping for the T-shirt that I saw from uh, <laughs> last Black Friday because because it was so smooth. Everybody just uh, turned up uh, saying that I was so bored during Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Kl Klarna, like... Uh, Internal t-shirt. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Okay, <laughs> so you're bragging a bit about how well how well it went. <laughs> uh, just internally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, cool stuff. Um, 
but uh, you ta- you uh, we talked a little bit about A/B testing uh, before. Can you tell us about uh, some real life uh, situation when you have actually applied it? I mean, if we are talking about, we are introducing uh, big changes uh, actually in Sweden as we speak. It's starting this week. And that is uh, definitely run through um, uh, like an A-B testing Mm. so that we can have a controlled rollout. Mm. So we will start a very small amount of traffic uh, through this new flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like 10% are directed through... Not even 10%. Okay, 1% <laughs> <laughs> to be on the safe side. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, first we start like uh, 1% uh, for a couple of minutes and just ah. like dip evaluate. Dip your toe. Dip your toe, <laughs> dip your toe exactly. And cool. uh, if that looks good, then we will slowly increase the, mm. the traffic on this new flow. So mm. that's uh, one thing. So you're starting to roll that out now, like dipping your toe yeah, that way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and what was it exactly did you say? Uh, I mean, we are trying to harmonize the offer in all markets. Mm-hmm. So we want to uh, harmonize uh, the... Are we getting four invoices here? No? We are getting oh, we are. <laughs> a new payment method offers. Uh-huh. But in Sweden, it will not be uh, four invoices. It will uh-huh. be uh, installments. It will be three. Because uh, in US they have uh, bi-weekly payouts, in ah. uh, mm. so it's more feasible with uh, paying four there. Mm, so yeah. it will be a paying three here, but you do it on a monthly basis here. Ah, okay, so that is what we are rolling out and starting to see. It's it's a part of the bigger rollout because we are completely changing the look and feel and how you do the purchase. So new, new UI, new ah. UX, mm. you will have. Uh, a more personalized purchase experience, Mm. hopefully a faster one, and uh, also implemented uh, some more security in the flow. That's so cool. But uh, when you do A-B testing, is it uh, like most, like in my experience, the experience I've had in uh, in development and software, uh, we've mostly done A-B testing uh, when we're testing new designs. But it sounded like in your example that you actually test, uh, you roll out the functionality in in A B. Uh, so would you, when do you choose the the other or? Uh, this is a uh, new functionality, ah. uh, definitely, and we can try new functionality and we can try new UX. Uh, we can try everything with this, mm. and. Of course, when we do big changes, we must have it. Mm. Uh, but then we have other cases where we actually... Uh, I know that we had one case in post-purchase where we uh, tried uh, what will be the effect if we send an SMS at this point mm. during Dunning, uh, where we like collect the money. How will that affect uh, people's behavior? Mm-hmm. And that was like an A-B testing. And then it was much more to, to gather... Uh, the data mm. and analyze the results uh, mm. more from that perspective. So you can use A-B testing in a, in a lot of ways, but we do it definitely for functionality, mm-hmm. not just UX. Mm. Cool stuff. Uh, you can really get some uh, amazing insights uh, through that for sure. Uh, you told us already a little bit, but uh, but what's coming up next for, for Klarna and our customers here in Sweden? Is it the free... Uh, <laughs> 
invoice piece uh, or do you have anything else up your sleeve for us? <laughs> I mean, the big change that is coming now yeah. is uh, that new flow. Mm -hmm. uh, from the beginning, we will not have the uh, pay in three for Sweden. That will come a little bit later. Ah. But first of all, it's it's more how how the yeah purchase experience uh, will look like and how it will feel and it definitely be more personalized so that mm. you can uh, yeah tweak it and configure it as uh, you want it in a better way mm. so I that like is coming uh, uh, we're starting this week actually oh so cool but will the um, pay later not, not cease to exist or no it will no, be no, an no. added in sweden pay later uh, will stay the meaning is actually that we want to have all the payment methods mm. in all markets. We ah. have like the same offer everywhere. Mm. So uh, PayLater will be introduced in the US then? Yes, it will. Ah. Uh, and then we are also striving for uh, like a more of a monthly option mm. uh, when it comes to PayLater mm. so that you can gather all your uh, purchases into one uh, transaction actually yeah. from your account. Yeah, one, one invoice kind of. Kind of one invoice, yes. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, the the credit card versus the, the pay later setup. It's a real battle going on between the giants, it feels like. Yes. I mean, I mean in the red corner and in the blue corner. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what you're doing in the American market is basically uh, trying to take uh, parts of the market from credit card issuers, right? Uh, I think that... Uh, it's the same need for the customer, isn't it? We want to be uh, a good uh, option when you want to do online purchases in a safe way. Mm. Uh, of course, we want to take as much volume as, as possible, but uh, I don't think that we want to have 100% on Klarna because that is not uh, possible. <laughs> okay, so you, need to you still need to have a couple of credit cards uh, in your wallet. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> in the foreseeable future, yeah. but who knows? We need a funding source to be able to do the transaction. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's so cool. And, uh, and also so nice to hear that, that you're all set for Black Friday. Aren't we all very excited to uh, to purchase some some bargains <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk after <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, cool uh, so interesting to hear everything about Klarna and yourself and, and what your team is up to uh, the last question I want to ask uh, is of course for everyone now that is as hooked as I am uh, at beginning to work at Klarna and with you what r engineering roles are you looking for and what challenges do you have in front of you that need that you need help solving as i said we have so many initiatives that we <laughs> actually we need a lot of more people definitely mm. and uh, if we look at my team uh, and my domain uh, the the main resources that we need is uh, like uh, engineers back end and front end mm focusing on Java and JavaScript, TypeScript, yeah. React, uh, so Spring. Full stack. Uh, full stack. Uh, doesn't have to be full stack because uh, normally one team is focusing more on back end and one is more ah. on front end. So you can be specialized in, in mm. one of them and, uh, mm. and so on. Mm. And best thing is to go to uh, Klarna.com and, and look at careers because as we are in a remote setup, we can apply to uh, positions that are like based in Stockholm because mm. you can have a completely remote uh, 
uh, work from Gothenburg and we, we are uh, we have a, an office here in Gothenburg and it will grow over time mm. cool but so from from all of the country you can work work remote at Klarna. yes yes oh that's so cool that's a new uh, the new way of new working. work policy yes yeah, yeah that's so awesome Okay, thank you so much for joining me here up on stage and we're so excited to see uh, what else you and Klarna have up your sleeve uh, for us uh, consumers in the in the Swedish market and the international market going forward. So, thank you. Thank you for having me.